Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Matt, why are you just as a wizard? Because, Matthew, our guest this week, Russell Kane, is really into Dungeons and & Dragons. And hang on, we're doing this over the phone. How do you know I was dressed as a wizard? Well, I just assumed you'd be doing some kind of nerd shit. <laughs> what do you mean, nerd shit? Shit that nerds are into. Like plane spotting. <gasps> you know that's my other hobby, don't you? Seriously. It's worse than I thought. Oh, no. Matt, be honest. I'm... I'm not cool, am I? What's that, mate? I can't hear you. I'm going through a tunnel. That's okay. I'll wait till you're out the other end. Um, it's it's a really, really long tunnel. Oh, well. I'm sure that somewhere in the multiverse, there's a version of me that's cool. The where? Come on, Matthew. Anyone who's seen an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine knows the basic principles of the multiverse. Oh, no. This, um, this tunnel's a cave. Oh, <gasps> like in Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh, I'm a nerd, aren't I? I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. ...or bad bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad bad, you know you're a wrong'un. What is your first confession? Okay, so my first confession is I love Dungeons and Dragons and it is the uncoolest thing you can possibly do. I mean even even at school it was something that was suppressed when it when it and hidden and when it carried on to to the the period of my life when I was my coolest if you like illegal warehouse raves techno my first Ibiza visits I was still heavily meeting Colin, Hayden and James and Dan in a caravan in the front garden and rolling up characters as it's called, not spliffs, rolling up characters with the 20-sided dice and Dan would dress as the dungeon master and we would do guided adventures. I still love it. I still think about it all the time. I won't have to look very far around this room to find maps of imaginary worlds that I draw to, to bolt onto adventures with capitals and cities. We, we, we don't, we no I don't know much about it. Right, so, so explain it, it to us. It's nothing more than a board game, really. And then if I was to start a game with you two today, I would say, right, what do you want to be? You can be a wizard, cast spells, you can be a fighter, swords, or you can be a, a cleric, priest, that goes, ah, oh, I heal you, I conjure demons. So they're your, they're your choices. After you decided what character you would want to be all of your attributes are rated out of 20 so you then get to roll your 20 sided dice 20 times 
And out of the 20 rolls you get, you're allowed to use five, your five top ones to build your character. So if you have a shit run of it, you're going to have a shit character. So if you're going to be a fighter, you know, I rolled a 17. I want my strength to be 17. And then you just build up your strength, intelligence, blah, blah, blah. Then when you are on an adventure, the relevance of that number is you walk into a tavern, an orc comes up to you. He's about to punch you. You grab the orc's arm, says the dungeon master. And dungeon master goes, stop, roll your 20-sided dice to see if you stop him. All you've got to get is a 17 and under to stop the orc because you're so strong. So Dan, Dan, the dungeon master, he's got like a, a pack he would have bought from the Warhammer shop or something that's got the guided adventure on it, or he'll be doing his own one, which is what we do. We make our own ones as well. So he'll know whether these goblins, ah, oh, they were actually good, you shouldn't have hacked their heads off, or he'll know where the treasure is, so he'll be nudging us towards the path we should take. So this is um this has got to do with that weird fucking model shop that's in the high street, <laughs> Warhammer, where, where that all yeah. the fucking you buy your strange kids go into. Indeed. And so you can buy your figurines right. there and you paint them and then you you can that's your figurine on the board if you like. Was it was it a secret? Yeah, um, not from a, not from the girlfriend and everything, but it wasn't something you wouldn't be like a, a raid going buy a garana shake and a bottle of water and go. By the way, I'm a twentieth level wizard. <laughs> 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 they think you're high as fuck. Which I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, mate. Can you see that fireball? <laughs> Um, and 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 now which, it's not something. Which, it's not. So, I don't know if you knew that about me, Matt Richardson, because it's no, not something. I, even, I don't even talk about it on stage. Which you would think. It, it, I mean, I'm not embarrassed about it, but there must be I've some actually, level of shame I've, there because I've never spoken about it. This is the kind of thing that I think I would like. I'm not sure about you so much, Matt. You're not so much sold, are you? I'm not so much sold. Well, only because um, I can't. I, I never really. Um, got into any shit like this like even top trumps was a bit fucking boring for me oh, oh i man, loved like, top I'm trumps like, yeah i'm like yeah, bore off you know like, oh. m- uh, like monopoly i could just about do you know like I, I had a very short attention span and um and so this sounds like it's hours of bullshit to me <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of like uh, like pop passing around stopping for some popcorn uh, there's a lot of that throughout the four hours of the night and it gets, but you know, it is a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's all night. This is where we sort of divide as people, Matt, because I'm going, oh yeah, brilliant. Four hours of pretend. I love a Come bit on. of make believe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be looking into this. I love this. I think this is great. Bad. I think this is really good. I need a hobby. Thing is, right? I have no problem with this. Like, I think it's a bit weird that you're doing it now. Like, if you're a like 13 year old weird but kid, now it's kind great. Of like, cool. I'm, I'm, me and Dan, we're going to get an adventure going. I'll keep you updated on my progress, Matt, because obviously we've got do. a live adventure going. <laughs> what, 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 what character are you? Well, I don't know, because we're going to start, we'll start from scratch. I would have thought, oh. so I'm going to jump in. I normally play a cleric, so they'll do things like if you are fighting and you are injured, I can cast a cure light wounds where I just go, oh, so your wound would just disappear. You could go back into battle. So sort of, I, like, I like that. Even in the fantasy world, you're sort of on the sidelines. You could be <laughs> yeah. anything. And you're there going, you go and have fun and I'll just, I'll just heal you. Russell, if 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 Matt was going to be a character, what would you see him being? Truthfully, uh, I think you make a good wizard because you got a quick, a very quick wit and a quick mind. He but is there's... a bit wizardy, isn't he? <laughs> you fucking yeah, asshole! How I'm... did you turn that into an insult, Matt? <laughs> I've, I've, le- I've left out one of the smaller classes you can play, Matt Willis, because you can be a bard. So a bard Ooh. is like a combination. You have some fighting skills and some. Thief yeah. skill. Thief is another one where you can sneak in, get things, and come out. And so, and a bard has a guitar as well. 
and he can cast oh, do magical really? songs you'd be like hey guys sorry to stop you I just want to sing this song and then we'd all be like enchanted and you could just rub fuck out of us while we were enchanted and see look like in I the don't medieval see times that. in the medieval that, times no Willis you you'd make a good bard that's what you'd I'm make a good bard oh, okay okay <laughs> I see you as definitely a wizard Matt yeah, yeah I love you, it I mean, I'm, yeah, in fact enough. I'm changing your name in my phone book right now to <laughs> wizard Matt wizard. Like, I can't do it my pointy hat's fallen off <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I have no problem with this whatsoever. I'm not, I've not bought in, nor do I see myself getting involved in any way, shape, or form. But I, I have nothing against this. I think it's good, bad. If you enjoy it, go for it. I think it's, I think it adds a beautiful colour to your personality, Russell. So I think it's good, bad. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, there we go. Uh, Russell, what is your next confession? My confession is this that I'm a sleep routine fascist for my child. My pleasure in life, my absolute pleasure, which everyone I'm sure will identify with, and if there's something wrong with you, is unbroken eight hours of sleep. So I am addicted to that, which meant I was always gonna be a sleep fascist before, even before my daughter was born, this was decided. So before your daughter was born, you were already very adamant about how you got to sleep and how much sleep you had. So you know, what happened was, like, there was, ne- was never an issue for me, obviously. I, I run around like a puppy all day and sleep like, sleep like a puppy at night, straight through with the twitchy legs and everything. <laughs> and, uh, and it's something you have to be very, very careful about confessing. As soon as you drop this, you'll see how much more controversial what I've said is than you think it is. Because you think, because people go, well, having a child is more important than your own sleep. No, because nine, no, because 90% of my male friends are broken and not getting unbroken sleep and the baby has dominated their life and been in the bed since it was born and they yeah. secretly want to be like me and can't, otherwise they <laughs> have their heads punched in. And most of the women think it's emotional, or, or people that believe it think it's emotionally abusive or that I've forced my daughter to cry herself to sleep or that I've woken a sleeping baby or something like that where they don't understand... The, the, the technique and scheduling I've done to achieve my dream, which I did within 12 weeks. 12 hours within 12 weeks, eight hours sleep by the time she was eight weeks old. You're like a baby whisperer then, basically. Indeed, that's the name of a book that I read, in fact. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Oh, really? What? Right, so, so, this, was, so this, was, um, this was acquired knowledge from, from books and you had, you had a plan. I've got, because I, I mean, I, I, I've, I don't have children, but Matt, you have loads of them. Um, yeah. Uh, wh- how did you deal with this in the <laughs> Loads sleep? of them. Yeah. We it's got had to, like, it's um, like nine or something. The serial killer had... way of describing a friend's quantity yeah. of children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I? How do I describe this? How do I describe? We had possibly the exact opposite experience. But everyone does. So you shouldn't feel ashamed of what I've said, Matt. Really, because yeah, everyone, I was, um, I was the, the first one of my friends to have children. I was, right. um, I was, I was, I was uh, about twenty-five when I first had children so um i was a bit like well you know i don't really understand what's going to happen and fuck me it was um it was a real kind of um a real mismatch but then you'd think we would learn from the first one that you know what they end up sleeping in our bed all the time so it's even harder with the second one because once you've descended into i call it's like a drug addiction if you're already crackheads and then you bring coke into the house you don't suddenly go let's get off the crack it's like oh now we're snorting as well child two is snorting and child three is heroin we're just in an alley (laughs) emotionally exactly and and, and, uh, (laughs) even on the third one now we're still struggling with this you know at a point where like you know she she well actually recently she's now four so she's kind of sleeping through the night and we're getting a bit of unbroken sleep but my wife is a bit of um 
how do I say this? She's a little bit paranoid. So she feels that she has to check on the kids three to four times per night during the night. This was a concern about, so just to be clear, because I don't, this is not like a parenting podcast, but there'll be lots of dads and mums listening to it. The NHS recommendation is very clear that the child does stay in your own bedroom for six months, if, if, even if it's in a cot next to you, because there's some evidence that it, it's safer. But for me, I was hardcore. Night one, out of the womb, in its own room. Boom, door shut. Wow. It's been in the dark on its own for nine months. It's going to be fucking fine. It's a vegetable milk slug. It doesn't even know you. It's a milk milk slug. It looks like, you know your mate who did too much on an IB for and you find him on a sunbed at 6am going, that's what a baby is, but with milk instead of Mandy. uh, Oh my God. And people are like, you let your baby cry in the night. I've never, ever let my daughter cry. 90% of babies, maybe higher, are born sleepy during the day and awake at night for a very simple reason. Pregnant woman walking around, wobbling her belly, rocks the baby to sleep. The second you sit down on the couch at 8pm to watch TV, baby starts kicking, right? Obviously, rocked baby falls asleep. When you're a, so women are kicked all night when the baby's asleep all day. So the poor little shit's born back to front. So what you have to do is gradually say, hey mate, this is daytime and this is nighttime. And the way you do that is not by letting a baby scream at night, quite the opposite. You wait 10 days until it's up to its birth weight. Obviously you just do everything on demand at first. And then after the 10th day, you start to keep the fucker awake during the day. So if the baby needs ah. medic- medically one hour morning, two hour lunchtime sleep, one hour afternoon, that's not the correct figures, but say they do. When you get to 60 minutes, you don't get, look at them sleeping peacefully. Let them have another two nights so I can stay awake all night like a fucking mug. No, what you do is <laughs> you unswaddle the baby gently and lovingly and then wake it up, feed it on schedule. So my daughter goes to sleep at 9 p.m. and she wakes up at 9 a.m. I, th- I think, you know, Matt, you could have done with this like a decade ago. But... <laughs> Listen, it's like a swear word to parents, but Gina Ford, take it with a pinch of salt, some of the stuff she says. It's all in there. It's up to you. No one's telling you you have to. But but the reason I put it as a confession is a lot of people will take offence at what I'm saying or think it's not right because baby led, even the midwife will tell you, let baby guide you. Let the baby tell you yeah. so so a vegetable with no brain is going to guide me <laughs> as opposed to me with like, all my life experience <laughs> does it make sense there's nothing else i've ever done when i was it getting married makes i learned so much sense when i when i was getting married i learned everything about weddings and, and planning and everything about the venue i didn't go let let just let the wedding venue guide me and rip me off and make me a man menu. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's so good you wouldn't do it in any other thing would you I can understand why it's controversial you think it's like a confession and something that you know it's, it's because of waking a baby up it. no you don't understand yeah, yeah, yeah. waking a sleeping baby up is very very controversial that's the number one rule isn't it you should yeah. never wake a sleeping baby well, then what do you think Matt as a, as a fellow parent of Russell's uh, I mean, I mean um, I'm gonna go in with this is good bad yeah um, I, I know a lot of um, thing is we're, we're three men here Right. If there was a woman here who was a mother, I think you'd be having a very different conversation. Would, oh, mate. But, what would, what would um, Emma make of this? Oh, my God. She like, would have left halfway through Emma's. to check on the kids. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so jealous. Right, because I'm 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 done now. All my kids are fucking done. You know, I'm have not you, having any more. So like, They're cooked. I'm all snipped. I've had it have done. Have you been snipped? I've been snipped, mate. Yeah, yeah. 
had it done I, about two I mean, years ago. That's a whole other topic. I, I just I don't know what yeah. it is. Like, I've got no intention of ever having any any more kids with this wife, and I think that's what it is. <laughs> 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 Lindsay's like, don't get it done. I'm like, the next girl's going to be Thai. They're very family oriented, aren't they? Once I get to a certain age, Thai wife's the only option. <laughs> Bangkok, married, home. She's my, honestly, she fucking worships me. She ain't like the British birds. She fucking worships me, Terry. Can we have your next confession, please? Like any normal clubber, I don't think it's just boys or girls. You've had one too many absinthe on the dance floor. Maybe you've had too many Red Bulls. And there's only one way to get to sleep at 6am with a bass thudding in your ears. And that is what I call a sunrise wank or erotic horlicks. Which is where it's just, it's not a sexual, it's not necessarily a sexual thing. You're not feeling horny. You know now that the sun's come up, there's only one way you're going to be able to get yourself to sleep. And it is going to be a bit of a challenge. It's going to be like the last climb of Everest. But <laughs> if you can get there and dr- and have that erotic horlicks, there's a chance you'll be able to fall, fall asleep. The confession that comes with it is I was so doggedly addicted to this that when I ended up living with my nan, which was two years, there's no lock on the door. It was a box room. My nan's an early riser. And, um, oh, my God. I was, uh, it shows, it dates the story in the, well, in fact, the internet was around. It's just that we were so poor. Um, I, I was living in a count, my nan, literally in the bedroom of my nan's council flat. And um, I actually had, I mean, it seems like something from another, well, it is from another century almost, paper-based porn um, spread out in front of me like a porn crescent in, in front of me. <laughs> Different women with staples through their faces, which which now just seems weird. And but, but if you can imagine, it's, it's fully it's fully light in my room. Yeah, because we didn't have blackout right. curtains. Covered in sweat. It was a summer rave I'd been to on my own. Porn Crescent. And the bed was sideways onto the door. And people, younger generation won't know, but you had to, it's not like a laptop where you can put it up and, and lay back whilst masturbating. You've got to be on your side to continue to be visually stimulated by the material. But me, the reason I'm putting that detail is I was wanking towards the door, towards it. <laughs> just by sheer accident of the layout of the bedroom and though anyone who likes clubbing or indeed any musicians like matt will know that if you've not got protective ear wear on you hear this for quite a long time after the gig if you've been too close to the speakers let alone dancing next to it so i've got no hearing so i'm not hearing love do you want a cup of tea not just didn't hear it at all. Oh my god! Because I've still, I've still got in my ear, <laughs> and the door has swung open. <laughs> and she had the, the grace to maintain eye contact. Thank God. Oh, so please don't look down. And uh, that no, nothing was said, and um, she just closed the door really slow, slowly. As, like, sort of erotically almost like, not, not, not a slam so it was it was closed in a way to say I was never here that's why I think she did it and as it closed the thing that still haunts my me my dear departed nan she went I'm sorry love I'm genuinely sorry <laughs> oh no did that never curtail men- never mentioned, the never discussed never did mentioned, that curtail no, the wank <laughs> no, no, no 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 I went off I went off like a stamped on icing bag shortly after that <laughs> Ha 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 ha! 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I think I can't be the only man and woman that you, that is not using masturbation as a... As, and there's nothing wrong with it, isn't it? If you're feeling horny, go and have a wank. There's no judgment there. But to use it as a sleeping med... I've um I've never I've never um I've never been caught like having a a, a morning wank. I've only ever been caught once wanking by my mum who walked into my bedroom oh. and she went, "What are you looking at?" And my answer was, "Not porn." When I was thirteen, because like, <laughs> that's going to work. That's the only time I, I've never ever. No one's ever walked in on me. I've never been caught shagging a girl. I've never. No one's ever seen me masturbating. That's the only time my nan oh my front on full day in the morning and, as well. And for some reason, completely unnecessarily, Slightly fully sweaty. naked, like no socks or anything. Like, <laughs> naked as the day you oh, were born. Like a oh naked wank's worse, isn't it? A naked wank like a t-shirt so roller. So much worse. <laughs> yeah. A naked wank sort of. It, it sort of sits in that weird bit where it is a bit. It's like a naked. Naked poo, it's a bit creepy. It, well, it's, it's worse than that. If you're naked and it's your nan or your mum, their brain must flash to that naked baby they once held that was you. Oh, no. And the innocence, <laughs> and the innocence lost. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Because as, as a grandmother or a mother, you just don't want to... You don't well, as a father, oh you, my God. You, as a parent or a grandparent, you just that's something you never want to see. No. So I've, as I got older, I started to think about that from her point of view because that must have been pretty bad for her. Oh. But at the time, I was like, because because you don't sort of when you've been clubbing, you don't sort of wake up, do you, till like three p.m. that afternoon? And I just thought act like nothing happened, and she did the same. We were fine. Oh no! Um, and right. the thing is, she'd have been up and you'd have been in bed, and she'd have just sat downstairs thinking about it all day. Downstairs, listen to Richard. This was a council estate flat with one bedroom. As oh, she descended the second stairway to reflect in her study. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stairs! I'll get in with stairs, Lord of the Manor. There. <laughs> yeah, I think this is. I think. Thank God you've said it because I do this. Like to sleep, like it's so useful. Is that? Is that? I'll take some horrific sleeping jet lag exactly. medication where you feel like Fuck shit. shit. It's like yeah. Zopic clone or knock one out. There's no. There's no, yeah. no, 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 no a- competition. Absolutely, and knocking one out doesn't leave a metallic taste in your mouth. So no, well, it's if you aim wrong, it does. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Richardson, you walked into that. Come on, years of service. You set me up for a self spunk game. 
Uh, Russell, can we have your next confession, please? Right, so, I. it's going to sound like it's not a negative thing until I explain it. I okay. love words and I love language to a nerdy, obsessive degree. But I took it, it comes from an insecurity about where I come from. I'm not getting my tiny violin out. I've got a great life now and I know I have. But I can't change where I come from. Council, estate, manual labouring, hardcore, cleaner mum, manual labouring dad, cousins in fucking prison, tagged nightmare. Bring it. So I, I'm just a product of the system. Where you're born in our country, sadly, decides probably where you're going to, whether or not you'll go to uni and how much you earn and all that. So completely unfair. And I was no different to anyone else. Fucked up my school, fucked up my GCSEs. Yeah, I'm going to smoke weed, just diet 40, work in a shop. I, I was that. All of a sudden, the, the girl I was talking, telling you about, the tall brunette girl, I started. I met her at a rave, started dating her, and she happened to be posh and from a middle-class background. And so at night, we were going back to her in halls. she just started uni, she was 18. And I. she woke up every morning and was like wandering out across the green, having like a glass of cider before she did a day of learning. And I was getting on the train like a fucking peasant to go and earn 10 grand a year. And I realized I'd been stitched up by society and that I'd purposely made myself an uneducated Neanderthal. But I was, I'm like, how am I gonna get back into literature, give myself the language skills at 20? So I started collecting words to fake it till I make it. This is, I've, again, I've only recently, very, very recently, told people about this because I was scared people would look at things I've written, look at my stand-up and think it was fake. So there's a real reason for this being a confession. I got to uni, but through sheer anger, I did a sociology A-level. I found myself at uni by around a load of posh kids who were able to use words like impudent and uh, and a correlation. And what, what, I didn't know what any of these words meant. I knew, take away, fuck, fuck. Eh, eh. I <laughs> so what I decided to do to catch up, because I was on a literature degree mixed with sociology, was I was going to read from A to Z, Jane Austen to Emil Zola. And every time I encountered a word I've never encountered before, which in the beginning was almost every page. In fact, the first word was impudent, which is why I just said it. I would take an index card and I would write impudent on it. I would have to look up the pronunciation because I'm a chav and I've got no posh friends. So I've got no one to check with. I had to learn what the little marks, the diacritic marks meant in diacritic, word number 263, meant <laughs> I had to look them up because it could be impudent, couldn't it? It could be pronounced impudent and you could make a dick of yourself. So I'd look up, I'd mark the word impudent and that was on the last sip. Then I'd write its cognates down, another word I learned, meaning all its forms. Impudence for its nounal form, impudently for its adverb artificially learning the word impudent then using it in the week to practice looking a fraud to look like i know the word this got way out of fucking hand i <laughs> I, i've now burnt these cards this is how uncomfortable i was with anyone finding this out when i started stand up i burnt the cards because really? anyone sees that oh, you're not intelligent but you're another one of these comedians with no depth of knowledge you know what i mean you've just learned some long words you're showing off but what had happened was I had absorbed these words. Like when I just used the word cognate then, it, I wasn't going, let's chuck one of my posh words in. But I honestly had three and a half thousands of these cards. Three and a half thousand? I was getting up at 6am to read 
Charles Dickens, Charlotte Bronte to collect the words. And luckily enough, I learnt the books as well. And uh, of course, I now realise, so what? You started your degree late. What's the big deal? If you'd never heard the word wow. cognate today, Matt, well, and you, which you, maybe you haven't, it's quite an obscure no. word. It means it means all the different forms of a word, like its cousins. So impudent, impudently, impudence. They're the cognates of the word impudent. And right. you used it this afternoon at a dinner party. Um, and Matt Richardson heard you use it. You'd feel ashamed, wouldn't you? Like if you were de- genuinely uh, would, trying to if you were genuinely trying to impress someone, and he was like, "Ah, it's the word you learned this morning, wanker." There'd be that feel, and 100%. that's how I felt about my whole cathedral of knowledge. I thought I've got to keep this fucking secret. How I built these foundations, built from a love of language. Was it this desire to be like middle class? Then it was like trying to fake middle classness for ages. I knew I had the natural intelligence, but because I grew up on a council estate, it never gets discovered. Um, I suppose it is a class thing. Yeah. The, the, University is is a passport to the middle classes if you're working oh, class yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I had good basic language skill and I was able to be funny and I was able to be dexterous with the small vocabulary I had. But I wanted to work with a larger palette. It's like I had to learn, not what cognate meant, but I needed to learn what words like correlate, consternation, impudent, uh, raucous, obstreperous, all these amazing words that are my friends now. I can just pick up and use them as, as I want and not self-conscious at all. There you are. I'm a yeah. word nerd that kept collected words on cards. That, I feel like we've had a real insight into you there, Russell. <laughs> yeah, we really have. We really have. The thing is that this resonates so much with me, right? Because um, recently um, my kids were um, kind of watching busted videos, right? And, um, and I remember meeting Charlie Simpson from my band for the first time, who was posh. And I'd never really been in close proximity with anybody who was like who was like really posh before yeah. like he went to a boarding school and like from this kind of very different world to me how, how did you how did you meet did you meet at the record label or did you bump into each other how did you become no friends? well me and james started the band and we auditioned charlie in ah. he couldn't be any more different to me or anything i'd experienced before in my life i remember meeting him going oh my fucking god people actually talk like this like it's not <laughs> just movies like he's actually like a like a bumbling posho. Do you know what I mean? I'd never really met that before. And um and uh, so so then we were watching the videos back, like um we were watching like this meat busted, like very early in our career, and we kind of they they kind of a film crew came to our flat and kind of um talked to us. And there's Charlie talking, there's James talking, who's very Essex, and there's me talking, and the voice that I have then and how I sound and how I speak could not be any different to the person I am right now. And I was like, was that me or was that me just fighting? What, you sounded more posh or less posh? You sounded oh, I sounded less common. posh. Like, I sounded so common. Like, it's, oh, almost, a, it's almost like I'm doing a fucking impression of somebody well, from did you lean a into Cockney it, working... I leaned into it so heavily. Yeah, but like, what's I your remember, parents' like, accent? How, how Cockney are your parents? Like quite common. It's not really Cockney. It's just kind of like a where common. Are from, kind where of, are you from then? North South. I'm North. from I'm from just by Kingston, South London. Right. Um, but so it's not like um, you know, it wasn't like a really kind of like East London Cockney voice. It was just a common London yeah. kind of yeah, twang. Same, you know, I but, spent um, a lot of part of my childhood in Enfield, so I'm sort of halfway up, right. halfway down. But when yeah, when I yeah, yeah. so tell really you the giveaway, Matt, how you would tell is when you get drunk, what does your accent do? It gets a bit more common. There you go. Yeah, that's exactly. your real that's accent. So true I'm, like, because, I'm sorry to yeah, break it to you. That is your true accent. My my wife is so brummy. It's unbelievable. When she gets drunk, she's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's your real accent. So that's really interesting, that Matt. That's interesting. So yeah, that it's shows... so weird, isn't it? I, think, yeah. I feel like it was maybe just being involved with Charlie and his world suddenly made me feel a bit uneducated. Yeah. You know, and when I met like him and his group of friends and his kind of world, I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm a fucking idiot." 
you know, I don't really know anything, you know, and it kind of, but it did kind of give me this kind of kick up the ass to go, right, I'm going to start maybe, maybe trying to expand my, my knowledge and my, and my wealth of vocabulary. So I do, I do, I do understand it and I do get it. You know, one other thing, Matt Willis, is that is enunciation in singing is really interesting because the posh voice, if you hang on to it when you're singing, like say like Sophie Ellis-Bexter, you can really hear it. It's yeah. 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 It's like, it's, yeah. I'm not sure it yeah, suits yeah. so, it right, yeah. <laughs> it's the, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Boston didn't have that problem because we just emulated every American pop well, punk band. Most people do sing in a, with a completely American accent. No, but most people do sing in American, regardless yeah, of their yeah. accent. It's just it's a thing that happens. But yeah. now and again, do you know what? Who my my daughter, my daughter, who is um who is four, plays in an American accent. Yeah, so when, she's, when she's too talking much, to me, she talks normally. But she, yeah. when she's when she's playing, she's like, Mine. "Daddy, can we please go?" To look? I'm like, yeah. "Fucking what's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I think it's, it's so interesting. I really like this, though. I think, I think, I think it's something that like I've got a lot of respect for you for doing. Actually, as as an as someone that's older as an adult, I think like it's quite a lot of it's quite a lot of uh, discipline. But also like to better yourself like that is no bad thing. So Very I think this Tory, is good. It? Bad. It's a bit Margaret Thatcher Tory, yeah, but yeah. There is, there, there is some there is something that is anti working class about it, isn't there? There's, there is something that is um. The working class, uh, I, I don't it's, know, it feels like you should Tory go straight to your roots, fuck off, you know. No, 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 yeah, yeah, Tory so. working class is you fucking yeah. make the best of yourself. You pull yourself up yeah, by the shoelaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, I'm looking at it as like a yeah. as a liberal middle class person going. Well, of course you want to be like us. Well done, peasant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, bring, bring, come to the dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you know, Look how yeah. the peasant used the word <laughs> loquacious. Come and see. Come and see. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had couscous before? Have some couscous. <laughs> you probably call it couscous. <laughs> <laughs> how would he know? How would he know? <laughs> <laughs> I like. I really like this though. I think it's. Uh, I think this is good, bad. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed with this. Yeah, me too. Um, the worst one for me on stage years ago. Um, I put. I was like, I'm going to use the word um, premise on stage, but I'd only ever seen it written down. Um, so you didn't say premise. I, you I didn't. said premise, and I put it in a joke, oh. and, and I had the joke for about three months, and it was. It kind of worked a bit, but not really. And then one day in in Reading, by this, a guy just went, "Sorry, you do know it's." premise don't you mm. and it was the most humiliating thing because yeah. because it showed that I wasn't as intelligent as I was pretending to be obviously um but this happened <laughs> this actually happened on the podcast with me as well because yeah we I was had, just thinking of this we had um two of the Derry girls on um uh Louisa and Saoirse is her name so I was pronouncing it and then it was humiliating because I really, re- I think they're really talented and I respect them and I've never met them before and I've really made myself look like an asshole. Interesting thing about Northern yeah. Ireland is uh, the way the way they pronounce an Adobe Acrobat reader file, which is a PDF file, is yeah. exactly the same way they pronounce a child sex offender. So the two words sound exactly the same. Do they? See your man there, he was convicted as a PDF file. <laughs> a, a, a PDF file. Have you got a PDF file? Yeah, my cousin Darren, I had him arrested. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. I think this, this is good, bad. I love this. This is good, bad. This is good, bad. All kinds of good, bad. Well uh, done. We go. um, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. You've got a podcast as well, haven't you? And um, a show that you do. Indeed, and you guys are going to appear on it. It's called Boys Don't Cry, where I get men together and force them to... Well, funnily enough, some of the subjects we've covered today, I force them to talk about the things we wish men would talk about. It's not woolly jumper men's mental health. It's 
it's there's some of that in there, but it's wrapped in delicious banter. And I've also got <laughs> evil gene, evil genius. Finally, we almost finished recording the run before COVID nineteen. Uh, the two missing episodes are coming back. Karl Marx, Charlie Chaplin, evil or genius? You'll have to listen and find out. Amazing. Great. Thank Brilliant. you very much, Russell. It's been a pleasure. It's been a self pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That was Russell Kane. I very much enjoyed our little chat with him. Um, I've never really met anybody who's an adult that goes to those Dungeons and Dragons stores before. Yeah, but you know what? Out of all the adults in the world, I'm not surprised it's Russell Kane. Really? <laughs> no, not at all. Like I knew he would come with a lot of weird stuff. He's got that vibe, hasn't he? That he's got, you know, sunrise wanks uh, in his past. Like he just that's what he yeah. feels like. And his person. future, by the sounds of things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, right, as per usual, thank you for sending in your confessions uh, so we can read them out and laugh. Um, Matt, have you, got, have you got one? I once pretended I was deaf to avoid talking to someone and I bump into them every few weeks and have to keep it up. <laughs> I mean, that is... What? Oh my God, I love it because, because pretending you're deaf is so wrong, you deserve oh. to be punished by having to constantly do it. I mean, it is so bad, like it's so bad. But the, what makes me laugh is that, what if they're with someone else and they bump into this person? <laughs> Pretend they're deaf for like five minutes and yeah. then just continue with their lives. Okay, yeah, just go I, along with it. Don't say anything. Just go along with it. I'll explain afterwards. And I then mean, go into the deaf person act. This is bad, bad. Absolutely, this is, this is so, bad, bad. This is bad on so many levels, but How, fucking fantastic. I just love that they're being punished by their own by their own thing, you know. Yes, Hoist I love by it. your own petard or whatever they yes. say. Live you know? by the sword, die by the sword, Matt. <laughs> uh, right, um, well, what have you got, I've obviously? I've got one. yep. Um, this is a bit shorter i really love the smell of my own bo really right see thing is i i I know a few people like this like um like for it's it's the whole dutch oven thing isn't it people like the smell of their own farts as well which is fucking gross like we're sort of inclined to enjoy our own smells yeah well you're quite into that whole smelly thing aren't you man yeah i love smells and stuff although yeah if i'm when i like i do quite like it when my girlfriend smells like we went to Glastonbury together years ago and day three of Glastonbury is the most attracted I've ever been to her. Really? I yeah, think that's I maybe a primal why. thing though, isn't it? We're attracted to pheromones and BO and all that yeah. kind of like... And she absolutely stank. We had to open the tent flap up because um, <laughs> she, she. it was hot as well. It wasn't a good Glastonbury for anyone. But yeah, I was like, oh yes, come on. So I think this is, I think this is good bad. This is great bad. I think this is good, bad. Well done, you disgusting yeah. people. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for listening. Join us again next week. Make sure you keep sending in your um, weird confessions so we can read them out. We really do love doing it. We really do love doing it. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe, like it, whatever you do, and uh, leave a comment. Share it to your friends. Everything word you of, can all helps word the of podcast. Mouth. Thank word you. of mouth. Word of mouth is great yes. for us. Thanks. See you next week. Peace out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. 
In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code MOM.